All right, everybody, it is time for another episode of the Crypto 101 podcast. But before we dive in to our awesome, awesome guest and conversation today, I want to remind you guys of two things. And the first one is that if you go to Crypto101insider.com, you can join our private community. Here's where we have our model portfolio and all of our top picks. We also have uh, Crypto 101 University. Uh, where we have hours and hours and hours of written and video content that explains blockchain and explains cryptocurrency in a very bite-sized and easy-to-understand way. Uh, and we have a weekly newsletter that goes out and quarterly state of crypto addresses that go out. There is just a ton of value packed into this every which way. So I want you guys first uh, to go to Crypto101insider.com today uh, if you haven't already. I also want to remind you guys that Pizza Mind and I recently just finished a book. Uh, It took 11 months of our lives to write, and we're calling it Crypto Revolution, Your Guide to the Future of Money. We walk you through this fascinating world of cryptocurrencies and blockchain, and it's part history book, it's part instructional guide, and it's going to really show you guys why cryptocurrencies are globally disruptive and how they're going to actually change in real life and in real terms the way that we buy and sell and even live. We include a bunch of how-tos on getting started with your first exchanges. Uh, We give you tips on how to safely buy and sell and store cryptocurrencies, as well as how do we evaluate potentially good cryptocurrencies. And the best part of the book is that we're giving it away for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. So go to CryptoRevolution.com and pick up your copy today. Cool. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another kick butt episode here of the Crypto 101 podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my trusty companion and compadre, Mr. Aaron Pizzamine Malone. What's cracking? You know, we've had incredible price action after being lulled to sleep over the summer. And it's really disheartening sometimes to see a $1,400 drop in Bitcoin in five minutes. And it's like, won't someone uphold the principles of mooning in crypto? So we decided that uh, we would actually Google uphold and see if that domain was already taken so we could start like this huge revolution. And it turns out that there's someone who beat us to it. So on the show we have with us today, Michelle O'Connor from Uphold Wallet. Michelle, welcome to Crypto 101. Thanks for having me. Sorry about that domain. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That's okay. We'll negotiate no, I, later. I, I don't know where he comes <laughs> where he comes up with this stuff, but he is quick and he's got a lot of wit. Uh, we were talking a little bit briefly before the show, Michelle, uh, about kind of a mutual acquaintance, Halsey Miner, um, and who was the founder of CNET. I mean, he founded um, what ended up being Google Voice uh, down the line with I forget what it was called, um, Grand Station, I think something like that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, and then he, he founded. Uh, what is now uh, Uphold. So tell us a little bit about um, what Uphold is, what you guys are trying to accomplish, and how you got involved into uh, in the crypto space. Sure. So to take a step back and kind of jumping off from where Halsey started, um, we found, started as BitReserve, and the vision was essentially the legacy banking system as it exists then and now is broken. Um, it doesn't serve everyone. It serves few and far between for those that are unbanked or underbanked, they're getting 
really just not the best service they could with this legacy banking system. Massive fees, painful points of entry, and and it's non-transparent. If you and I want to send money to each other, if you want to send money to someone around the world, it should, with all the intended purposes, be near instant. You should know it's leaving. They should know the money's coming. That's not that's not the way legacy banking works. Sounds like it's the broken. opposite of the legacy banking system, yeah, right? Like right. knowing where things are and how fast things are going to take no. and reliability. All those words do not associate with no the traditional trans- banking. No world. transparency. Um, you don't get to ask because they're not going to tell you. So, so there is an inherent problem, obviously. Uh, when we were founded, uh, blockchain and Bitcoin and all of these words were still real wild west. Uh, not commonplace like they are now, which is an indicative sign of positivity and, and like market growth. I joined coming from a more lifestyle PR marketing background, really didn't have a ton of exposure to crypto or blockchain beyond some Googling before the interview here. And the reason I joined knowing that there was going to be a massive onboarding and substantial learning for me, I couldn't not join. It was a moment where when you meet people, you have that moment of, if I look back at this in five years, 10 years, 15 years, if I don't try this, I will regret it. If I try it and it it fails, then at least I tried. And if I try it and it succeeds and this thing, Bitcoin and blockchain, if people understand what it is and it starts to take off, look at where I am now. Um, it sounds like a, a very, yeah, it sounds like a very similar story to what a lot of people from, you know, you see stories of people leaving JP Morgan or Deutsche Bank, and they just like, look, I see the technology and sure it might be a little ways away, but mm-hmm. I know the opportunities here. There's a great job, you know, you're the GM of Uphold, you know, there's all these, you know, awesome high level executive, you know, well-paying jobs here in the crypto space that attracts all these, you know, traditional people. So it's cool to have, you know, uh, women like you and men like you come into the space with you know year decades of traditional experience in building businesses uh, that are really really attacking the forefront of you know user adoption. Um, one of the things that I I, I kind of think about Uphold is like to me it seems like you guys are really attacking the ease of use uh, kind of uh, angle right because there's a lot of wallets out there that are like. You know, we're going to be privacy first. A lot of wallets are, hey, we're going to be, you know, the most cutting edge tech first and all sorts of things like that. But would you say that's a fair statement? And how do you really think about, you know, Uphold's you know, mission statement for when, in, you know, how to separate it from a million different wallets that are out there? That's a great statement. If, if that's your perception, then we're doing what we're trying to, right? Um, awesome. There are, there are a lot of wallets out there. There are a lot of wallets who are niche, a lot of wallets who are trying to do everything. but get a little lost or confused or they're hard to navigate. We want to make it easy for everyone to access, to understand and to feel empowered to make those decisions, regardless of where they live. We're in 180 countries. We have 60 plus currencies. We have 50 US equities that we launched um, to give access outside of the US, democratizing that to really give people who needed it. You and I can download an app and buy part of a stock in two seconds. Someone in Brazil or Venezuela can't. That's who should have it, not us, you know, inherently. So ease of use, check that box. If you're if you're getting that from us, great job to the product team, great job to everybody. 
it, it really is giving empowered consumer access and functionality back to the consumer to say, you can live wherever you want. You can do whatever you want, get paid in whatever you want, send it, receive it. Um, we're going to make it easy and we're going to make it yours to do how you want, when you want. That's so exciting because I was actually looking for some kind of financial institution or exchange that I could actually operate in from a bunch of different countries or, you know, maybe not me, but, you know, I definitely needed someone in Brazil to be able to buy and receive crypto. Don't ask why, but <laughs> I really like what I'm um, checking out uphold and your site's beautiful. Like this is so much of a better product than I could have built. So I'm very, very grateful for you guys <laughs> taking this idea. I had 3.5 seconds ago and putting years of work ahead of it. So that's incredible. Saved me a bunch of time. You're but, welcome. This is what I want you to unpack for us. If you don't mind, there's a quote here. It says, a more versatile home for your financial life. What does that mean to someone who's listening out there right now? How should they interpret that statement? And that's a statement that's sure. on their webpage. Sure. So the, the way I look at it is, uh, if you're a visual, we bridge old and new money systems, right? That's a real, tan like you can understand what that means. So if you have a bank account, but you want to touch digital assets, or you want to touch gold, or you want to hold silver or you want to be able to send money around the world. Those are all different moving parts in different apps or products or websites now, unless you're using Uphold. And Uphold, it gives one home for everything. It's, it's your financial home for all of those assets. So instead of having to keep a track of a bunch of different logins and passwords, which is kind of unsustainable long-term, and it shouldn't be that way, you should have one app that powers everything in your your world, be it traditional finance, be it um, kind of edge case finance, be it crypto, um, however you want it to, whatever your financial world looks like, having that one easy to navigate platform where you don't have to go to three or four different apps is, is what we're building and what that really means. I think that's absolutely right. Having that, you know, kind of one-stop shop for you know, full immersion in crypto. It certainly seems like what, you know, Uphold is trying to do, what Binance is trying to do, Coinbase. They have, you know, all, you know, at crypto.com. There's kind of a lot of these, you know, heavy, heavy hitters that are in this space that try and be a on-ramp and off-ramp between a bank account. Uh, several, you know, different jurisdictions, uh, you know, really, really competitive exchange rates, all sorts of different stuff like that. So, you know, Uphold, I think, is like really an up-and-comer uh, right now, even though you guys have been around for a long time. Uh, but tell me kind of from your angle as, as a GM, first off, like what what really are the roles and responsibilities of, of yourself at the company? And what are some of the biggest challenges that you face day in and day out? Sure. So I'm uh, the VP of marketing, not the GM, even though I GM a lot. <laughs> um, day <laughs> in, day, no, uh, day in and day out, because I've been here so long and we really, as a, as a company and a team have grown exponentially, I, I day-to-day -day do a lot. I'm on a lot of calls and conversations. We have a huge team in Europe and, and um, Portugal is where our dev and engineering team are. I talk to them a lot. I'm up early. They're up late. Um, I, I've joked that since um, starting here, we have democratized access to time zones because they don't exist anymore. <laughs> and we're all, <laughs> we're all working all the time. Um, 
day to day never looks the same, which is kind of how it should be and what keeps it exciting. I like to really keep a close um, connection with our community and what that looks like. And if you look on Twitter, especially, you'll see that I'm I'm very active on my handle, jumping into kind of conversations and things like that. I will always do that. I'm very dedicated and so is our executive team to ensure that our customers are happy whenever we can make them happy. Um, it's kind of one of our differentiators, I think, with our common peer space that I like that I like to see happen and, and like to continue as we grow and scale, which has been like a banner year for us. That will always stay important to what we do, regardless of, you know, we had a million users sign up from January to June that nearly doubled what we'd had in the pre- Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Previous year, so we're having wonderful growth i think it's you know the market as you said is is kind of going all over the place which is cool we're bringing on new products which is driving different genres of users but as we go back to everything it's how improving and democracy access is always kind of our true north and as long as we can stick to that while also bringing products that are relative and solving a problem we're doing what we're supposed to be one of the things you said that I really loved is how you touched on being time zone agnostic with your team around the world. And when you start working in the crypto space, it almost doesn't feel like you have a job anymore. As you mentioned, you know, your your title is VP, but you're also doing GM duties. You probably wear 15 other hats that we're not even talking about right now. But when you work in the crypto space, it's almost like you're on a mission and there's no real start and stop. There's just, it's almost like leaving the old system behind. You're really building a new system. And those aren't just like buzzwords. Like you're literally building a new world. You're out on a mission. And until years or decades pass, like why would you even want to rest? You're really doing something that's special. And I feel like it's really, really motivating to be part of that. So if you're listening out there and you're one of the millions and millions of people that have been unfortunately unemployed due to this pandemic look into getting involved in crypto there's always open chairs at this table and there's tons of resources and helpful people that want to include you this is not like the corporate ladder where you have 500 people fighting for one position there are 500 chairs open and we're hoping that one person walks in the door and is willing to be trained with a good attitude that's the difference about crypto right now so the next question that I wanted to pick your brain on, Michelle, is like the actual actionable things that the users can do inside your wallet. Other than just hold and exchange all these different currencies, like a huge farmer's market, how can we make our money work for us while it's sitting in there? Are there any passive income things that we can use to generate, like staking or lending, or is anything like that on the roadmap for the near future? Sure. So we have an open API and have quite a few API partners. Brave, we were 
we've been a partner for them. I think we announced that in 2015. So really when Brave came on the landscape, we announced that we were the wallet for their platform. We serve all of their web monetization payouts to publishers and consumers. So if you look at that, web monetization, check. We're partners with Coil. We're their wallet, one of their wallets. Um, we're the wallet that provides fiat connectivity, check. So there are two ways that if someone right now is listening saying, hey, how do I, how do I monetize my browsing? Two ways to do it. Uh, if you look at some of our API partners like Cred or Salt, you can take loans, you can earn interest, you can opt in. We have partners like TAP, where if you live in areas outside of the US where we recently launched a debit card, you can still spend your crypto at US-based um, companies through gift cards. So we're really taking opportunity to take the story of I get paid in BAT, but I live outside of the US, how can I send it? Or we don't have bank connectivity, really bridging all of those to, to provide back to that democratized access to give an ecosystem of power to the consumer. I think that makes a ton of sense. One of the things that I've always kind of been curious about is how companies really achieve a network effect, right? Like there's, besides just product differentiation, how do you think about achieving a network effect in order to separate you guys? I think a big part of that goes back to our community. Um, when we were really in growth mode, you know, some of our peers threw a lot of money at PR and marketing and, and shiny objects. And, and we said, no, we're going to grow our product, grow our offering and grow our team and let it speak for itself. Where that looked like a few years ago was there was a common name um, through some of our peers that, that's kind of commonplace now. But if you look at our community, our review sites, everything, people in our community are, are tried and true. I, I couldn't incentivize people the way that our community inherently organically vouches for us. Um, there was a tweet just before we came on. We have the debit card in the U.S someone had tweeted to an influencer who had been talking about where is mainstream adoption? I just can't see it. And he sent a picture of his last five transactions from the debit card. And he was like, right here, dude. And it literally was CVS gas station. I, as a company and a marketer couldn't find that. And he, and our community just brings it to the table. The Would you only- say that this ass, like, you know, products having community, like you're talking about now, that's pretty unique to the crypto space. Like when you built companies outside of crypto was community and that sort of grassroots uh, thrust is, that, you know, was that really present or, or is it pretty unique to the crypto world? I think it's incredibly unique. And I, our sentiment and, and passion, because there, there's the specific currencies, right. Where everyone has, they're kind of there. A lot of people have their token or coin that they're, you know, all in gung ho. We bridge that where because we support so many, I don't see as much of that anymore where I'm only in on this or I'm only in on that. It's really everyone's working toward it seems like it comes across wanting mainstream to come and mainstream is going to come if, if we're able to grow. And if we grow, they grow with us where it really feels that there's an all for one kind of mentality that comes across. And I mean, there are a lot of call outs where people will show themselves deleting partners or all these kind of different things where I sit there and, and I believe Rising Tide is the best thing for the entire 
ecosystem and, and crypto as a whole, the more we have in the place, it's not a one-stop fits-all shop, the better, but it, our community is inherent of, I think, our success point. We don't have a referral campaign. We don't throw a ton of money incentives. We really are who we are and we're building and people jump on and they stay because they know we care. That makes a lot of sense. One question that's been on my mind recently, uh, just in general, is a lot of these crypto projects that have been around for a long time, it's about the point where they need to start being able to churn a profit and become self-sustainable. Uphold never did an ICO or anything like that. You guys don't have a token. How do you guys fund your operations and you know, make sure that all your users are going to continue to have support and access long, long into the future? Sure. So we, we as a company are very strategic in our, our team, our growth, our focus and what we do. And it is always um, becoming revenue generating. We have and do generate revenue now. Um, we don't go for huge rounds of funding to scale growth and then have to, you know, go and cut when you don't achieve. We're um, overall more strategy focused, growth focused, and generating revenue because in, in order to generate um, interest from investors, if you have real numbers showing revenue and, and real growth, um, that speaks volumes. And, and that's where we have been for quite a while now. Awesome. Um, before we get to some closing questions, a lot of people are always looking for you know fancy new ways to spend their crypto. Is the Uphold debit card available to all jurisdictions or, um, you know, are people in America using it? Yeah. So we're U.S. first now with the debit card. We hope to have Europe and UK, uh, hopefully mid-September. And then beyond that, we're going to look at where it's feasible with regulations because unfortunately that's, that's part of the thing that we always have to look at in any product. It's always um, driving. <laughs> yeah. Or a version of a virtual card that, that could kind of help bridge areas where a physical car is unsustainable, but a virtual card card could be a solution. So always perfect. Looking. Well, I think those, th those are awesome. Awesome. Uh, I like that stance uh, and how you guys are kind of doing that rollout just little by little and uh, starting with the Americas. So that's pretty cool. Um, and then in closing, uh, these are a couple questions that we like to ask everybody, everybody that comes on the podcast. And the first one is, um, if this is like the first podcast that you think uh, that, that somebody is getting into this space hears about crypto, right? What would what would be the one thing that you would want them to know, and kind of why? The one thing I would want them to know: there's a lot of information out there, and whatever information you read, there's more. Continue reading, continue learning. One opinion should never be the know-all end-all. If one seems too extreme, it probably is. If one is promising too much, they probably are. So find somewhere in the middle and that that's the safe place to be. I, that might actually be the best life advice anybody's ever given <laughs> on the podcast. There like you ever. go. <laughs> I sure needed that. that was, Thank you, Michelle. Yeah, You're that hit home for me did. for some reason right here. <laughs> awesome. Someone's got to uh, check me from time to time. <laughs> but with that in mind, one more question for you. What's one company that you think is going to have the greatest impact in the crypto space? Besides, Besides uphold. uphold, of course. Oh, well, there goes that. <laughs> uh, I think 
less company, more product or, or use case is web monetization. Because if you look at now, especially COVID, post-COVID, whatever that looks like, people are online a lot more. Unfortunately, there has been, at, at least in the US, substantial um, unemployment rate spikes. People are looking for alternatives, gig economy, how they can make you know videos on YouTube for whatever they used to do in their previous life and monetize that. I think web monetization through either an inherent token or multiple tokens is kind of the best use case I've seen of uh, mainstream adoption at probably a large scale because it's solving yeah, problems. Yeah, and you can Couldn't do that right more. now with BAT, basic attention token, through plugins to your website. It'll even link to your Twitter. You can very easily yep. tip your favorite Twitter uh, people that you follow in BAT right now. Um, and I'm yep. sure even more integrations are coming. So you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, and it's it's actually a perfect uh, perfect segue to plug a video course that we just <laughs> we just created called CryptoRevolution.com backslash free ways. Um, and it's a course that basically shows you the top 30 ways to earn crypto for free, uh, all from your smartphone. So I'm a big proponent of that as well, Michelle. Uh, web monetization and just, you know, getting earned, uh, you know, or earning, you know, crypto for, for your data. I think it's a really cool, for your data, for your browsing activity, for your behavior, kind of monetizing your digital footprint. And you should, because as they always say, time is money. And we spend so much time on our computer. Why are we not getting paid for where we choose to put our time and attention? Yep. 100%. All right, Michelle, thank you so, so much. If people want to download the Uphold wallet, is that available now on iOS, Android, and the web? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. All right, everybody, find out some more info in the show notes, and we will talk to you guys next week. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.